Yes, because we got our first donation. That's right. Our first donation, man, for Leroy and Earl. So our, our lives have changed overnight, and it because you know why? Because <laughs> copyright violation. <laughs> yes. Thank you, uh, whoever it was that donated that lump sum of cash. Yes, because we are now officially criminals. We not. are now officially criminals. I don't know. Yeah. Does that make us criminals, man? Because uh, oh, yeah. it's just a donation. That's true. I, there might be a loophole there somewhere. We, we might have just beat the system there, <laughs> Leroy. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, that intro was pretty cool. That was Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead, which, hey, it's getting ready to start up again. How exciting. Oh, boy, I can't wait. What's it, February 8th, right? I believe so, yep. And that would be, let me look at my calendar here. That'd be right after February 7th. It's, it's, it's uh, two weeks, right? I don't know what Yeah, it's like two weeks. I mean, today's the 30th, right? Uh, no. What the hell day is it? Today's the 30th, man. It's it only is? 31 days in this month, which that means it's nine days away from now. Two weeks. Yeah, it's two weeks. Two weeks from now. Yeah, nine, nine days. Yeah. It's two weeks. <laughs> the Walking Dead starts up again. Yep. Uh, where did they leave off? Do you even remember? Uh, Beth got her got killed. Yeah, remember? Don't you remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Beth got killed, and uh, they uh, are making a decision about whether to hang with the rest of that group or what. Is yeah. that what they were doing? I don't remember. I remember. I just remember the end. And uh, don't you remember uh, Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift, episode 10.5? The re Redemption of the Walking Dead. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it, but uh, in the show, they, uh, you know, that they, they, they're like, no, 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 we only, uh, we're only doing this because she made us to, you know, so, so obviously their group, their two groups are going to mix, and uh, that's going to be, uh, it's going to lead into the next season, I guess. Is this the next season, or is this a point five season? It's a point five. 
It's the half oh. thing they do. I hate okay, it. so we're just going to see the rest of the season. All right, right well, that right. was a pretty big uh, finale for for a half half a season, don't the, you think? The mid-season finale is what they call it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a, that was a pretty uh, big bombshell they dropped. Oh, it was devastating. I mean, I'm still pissed. I mean, they, they didn't yeah, even... man. Uh, hold on, let me look over here at my uh, little thing. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, well, that leads right into our next right. section. Uh, it, you know, if they, if, they, if they wouldn't have all these guns, none of that would have happened. That's true. So I think tonight we should talk about gun control. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Later on tonight, we are going to have a guest who is an expert in the field. Uh, his name is Sanad Repsov. He is a professor of clinical studies at uh, UCLA. And uh, he knows a thing or two about gun control, so we're going to talk to him later on after the break. All right. Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Leo Reynolds Pit Shift real quick. Get it out of the way. Uh, we got a website, LeoReynoldsPitShift.com. Of course, we got a Facebook page, and uh, we got something new. Uh, we we have an intern. His name is Ricky. And uh, if you don't know, Ricky is he's well. How do I put it? He's not all there. He's not. I don't think he's uh, mentally handicapped. He's not mentally disabled. He's just. It's not that bright, but we tasked him with making a YouTube page so we could start putting up clips of the show, and he did a great job. Good so, job there, Ricky. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, he hangs out here. I, I don't let him talk on the microphone because he, he really screws things up. But Although he's, he constantly trying to get in on the, is, on the show. He is, he is, yeah. I think I do a lot of work. You guys should let me all that. Uh, Ricky, just continue working on your clips. <laughs> so anyway, we appreciate it. Uh, so we got a YouTube channel. It's called. What do you think our YouTube channel is called? Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift YouTube channel. <laughs> there you go. You nailed it, Earl. <laughs> uh, what else happened this week? Some pretty big news, or did we already discuss that? I don't know. Did we? Let's discuss it again, man. Let's, Thank, let's oh yeah, I think it. we did. Somebody donated money. <laughs> That's right. So you know what? Between between Leroy, Earl, and Ricky, we come up with a whole brain. Yeah. Well, well. It doesn't work properly. <laughs> a whole brain. That's a little bit, uh, if I could use the word, uh, retarded. <laughs> yeah. This is episode twenty. Uh, it's a weekly podcast. Um, go to our website. You can download all of our most of our earlier episodes some of our very first episodes aren't worth downloading so they're not they're not up there but you can stream them download them and you can donate money because uh, uh, we're both poor and this is uh i mean speak for yourself <laughs> i got donations baby <laughs> we got one donation and uh yeah it was great so how do you feel about uh, doing a little weather well, I feel uh, fantastic about doing a little weather. It's my thing. This is the weather with Earl. Ladies and gentlemen, break out the hot cocoa. It's a cold one out there tonight. We're looking at 9 degrees in Akron, Ohio. I think I'm going to try something a little bit different here, Leroy. I'm going to go ahead and give them the forecast for the future. The future. Give me a second, I'll pull her up. Alright, in Akron, Ohio, we are looking at, uh, today was a high of 32. It's 9 degrees now, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, 24 degrees. But, again, it's 9 degrees right now, so that makes no damn sense. <laughs> uh, Sunday, we're looking at 31 degrees. Let's see, what do we got after Sunday? Monday, yeah, Monday's 14 degrees. That's the high, ladies and gentlemen. A.M. snow showers. Guess what, uh, Leroy, guess what you, what the low's gonna be on Monday? Uh, four. Well, that's close. Negative three. What? Negative three degrees on Monday. All right, it's time to pack this freaking thing up and move it to Cuba. I'm tired <laughs> of this. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you survive Monday and uh, are lucky enough to see Tuesday, it's gonna be a Torture scorcher, 25 degrees. Oh, oh, that will be warm. Followed by 35 degrees on Wednesday. Uh, uh, I'm not really, your weather. I wasn't really paying attention to you because I was doing something else. Uh, what's the weather for for uh, Saturday night, tomorrow night? 
Well, oh, I see why. It's nine degrees now, but that uh, that's that's listed as today because of the time. Um, oh, so okay. that is 32 degrees, a high of 32, a low of 24. Oh, that's not bad. Might oh yeah, we can, we can deal with that. Yeah, that's good hot tub weather. Where, where are they playing the foot, uh, Super Bowl at this year, Leroy? Uh, that's in Arizona. Arizona, where at in Arizona? I'm gonna tell you the weather. It's the Super Bowl. Uh, that's Phoenix, I think. I don't know. Okay, Phoenix. How you spell it? F E N I X. It doesn't exist. It's going to be warm in Phoenix, Phoenix Arizona. I think the guys uh, will probably have t-shirts and stuff on. And... Alright. Uh, hey, do you got any news for us? You know, I know we wrote the news over there in the box, but did we ever think about looking the news up? No, we forgot about that part. Here's All the right, news of Leroy right Spit Shift. I'm Leroy. I'm screwing things up. Actually, all right, all right. I got the news up here, Leroy. Uh, we got uh, we got a selfie that was seen from space. What? Kobe's, yeah, selfie. I'll hear. I'll, I'll dive more into it. I can't just say that and go on, right? <laughs> um, after that, remind me to talk about Suge Knight. Ad companies sometimes spend millions of dollars coming up with ways to get companies brand. Sorry, music was blasting my ears off. Companies brand out to the public. Like Leroy and Earl's Pitchshift.com. <laughs> but the one crafty company in Israel thought of a stellar way to gain some exposure. 300 employees from Israel's Aerospace Industries, or IAI, arranged themselves to spell out the company's initials for what they are calling a space selfie. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a selfie. That's not a You're selfie. You're right, that doesn't. That's a, that's a multiply or whatever. <laughs> A selfie is when you take a picture of yourself. So, uh, what do you what do you know about uh, Suge Knight? Do you know this fella? Is he the guy that did uh, the Village and Lady in the Water? I don't think so. He is no, the guy that uh, produced. That's him, not Sorry. <laughs> he produced music for Tupac Shakur. He was with Tupac Shakur when she, uh, he was shot and killed. And then, next thing you know, Biggie was killed, yeah. and it's all related to that. I recognize the name. Okay, well, it's pretty big news if, you, uh, if you're if you into the uh, rap game or uh, not not hiding in a box. Um, Suge Knight, he is... I've heard stories about this guy taking people and dangling them over buildings and stuff and uh, threatening them and stuff like that. Over the, uh, over the, over the past couple days... Uh, Suge was in an argument with two people, uh, I don't know who they were, but he got pissed off apparently, backed over these two people and killed one of them, and uh, yeah, took off on the run, so that's Suge Knight for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, how about we stop giving our money to this guy, um, and that's that, well, what else you got, I you got, pull I, something up there, Leroy? Uh, it, well, uh, we could uh, talk a little bit about Deflategate. Uh, what that, else? Uh, what update us on the Deflate Gate? What's going well, on with that? Uh, the last I heard, which was like two days ago, <laughs> so this is old news. But uh, there may be a ball boy or somebody involved, somebody with the New England Patriots organization who took it upon himself to uh, take some air out of those balls. Now he may have been instructed by somebody to do it, but that's the last. Nah, I heard. he took it upon himself. He's like, man, I really want to see these guys win. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so this ball boy, I mean, what do you think the ball boy gets paid? I don't even know if they get paid. So what do you think a ball boy gets paid if he deflates the balls and helps him win the, win the, you know, the, the chance of the Super Bowl? You think, think it was the, a bad career move? I think the sky's the limit. I think, no, I think, uh, any publicity is good publicity. That's what I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if somebody wants uh, Leroy and Earl to deflate some balls, then I don't... <laughs> wait no. a minute. In a non-homosexual way. Not that we're against homosexuals, no, but in a non-homosexual way. We love everybody. Uh, you know what? Actually, I take that back. If someone's going to give me a million dollars, I don't care if it's homosexual or not. Hey, money talks. Right? <laughs> money <laughs> talks. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, speaking of uh, no publicity being bad publicity... And the New England Patriots, uh, I think it was either today or yesterday, the murder trial of former New England Patriots tied in Aaron Hernandez began. 
Uh, apparently he's screwed. <laughs> I hear he's pretty crazy in the head. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy, but uh, I watched a news clip today while I was sitting at McDonald's down in the McRib, and uh, it sounds like he's uh, he's OJ'd, except he's he's not going to get off. <laughs> yeah, that that was a one one time thing. I will let one football player go with murder, right. even though he's running from the scene in his car from the police with blood all over his car. Uh, innocent. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Hernandez is probably going to go to jail for a long time. I don't think he's going to play again in the NFL. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Now. Do you, you think he'll be in that, uh, like that movie Gridiron with Adam Sandler? Where they got the football team in the jail? Uh, you think they'll make a remake, a second remake of that movie? And, and they'll use him, and he'll be like the cheeseburger guy. Hey, got the, I always got the cheese. The cheese. All right. This is Leroy and Earl's Pit Shift. I am Leroy. And I'm Earl. We're pitching you some shift. Don't pitch that shit. If you go to LeroyandEarlsPitShift.com, you can listen live, you can download episodes, you can stream episodes, you can look at funny pictures, and uh, you can donate money to us. We just want your money. That's all it is. And another disclaimer uh, that I should probably put out there. This show is not uh, uh, opinions of any real people whatsoever that have real jobs. Um, and what, if we what, offend what, anybody, it's, it's, it's not on purpose. Uh, we, <laughs> hey, we, hey, shut up. Shut up. Hold on a second, man. Doing? I got to put a disclaimer out there. What? We love everybody. Listen, we love everybody, and we want you on this show. Don't tell me to shut up over there, Leroy. What, what are you doing? What do you mean we're not I'm real people? My, I'm covering my fake ass. <laughs> I'm Leroy, and you're Earl. We're what did real I say people. the wrong name? We're real people. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're real, but I'm saying this isn't the opinion of real people that have jobs. We don't get paid for this shit other than that $10 we got. Hey, watch your language. Kids are listening. My bad, my bad. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was, Earl. That was not in the pre-show. We did not talk about that. I don't care, man. This is about improv, and it's not the first time. <laughs> Why are you getting in a? Why you got to peeve about it now? I don't know. I'm in. A, I'm kind of in a mood. I kind of had a bad week. You're the one. You're the one that should be worrying, calling people retards. I didn't. I didn't call him. I said he's kind of retarded. <laughs> He's kind of if I've ever seen one. All right, moving on because these people don't know what the hell we're talking about. Mr. Leroy, I got another clip right. Okay, you don't need to tell me, just do it. Okay, Mr. Leroy. That was Rick. Ricky, stay out of the studio. Anyway. <laughs> what we got next on this agenda here, big guy? Well, uh, this clock that we look at that counts down is moving slow as F. It seems like is uh, it broken? It's, no, it's it's running, but uh, I don't know what to do. Are you, you, know, are you telling me we got more time to talk? We, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I like it, man. I'm ready you know, to go tonight. This is this is episode 20 of Leroy Earl's Pitching, episode number 19, which you can download for free or stream for free at LeroyEarl'sPitchShift.com. Uh, episode 19 was called Redefining Cluster Bang. Because this show is nothing but a cluster bang. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? In, in reality of it, uh, you know, we could uh, take a break earlier if you want and uh, extend that, that portion of uh, the next talk. Well, it's up to you, man. I this is thinking, all about improv. Well, I was, uh, you know, I was thinking about how my week went. I, I kind of had a bad week. Uh, I don't know. My back's What do you mean? My back's killing me. I'm not sleeping well. I got insomnia issues. Uh, well, uh, you're not sleeping well, man. You need to take some, uh, some sleeping pills, well, man. I'm, I'm getting addicted to NyQuil. I'm like down in NyQuil, like drinking a whole bottle every night and then having a couple of beers. And uh, Ricky, the intern, he spent the night last night and he... What? <laughs> he's, we, he was, we were working on clips late into the night. Uh-huh. Why, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep on. Keep on telling me uh, you guys were up all night. You couldn't sleep. Ricky right, was in I your arms. Sleep. What? And I just keep having these. <laughs> I did not say Ricky was in my arms. 
I just it's okay, it. man. I told you I'm okay with it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just not sleeping well. And when I do sleep, I have these crazy dreams. I mean, are you having any crazy dreams? What's your dream? What's your sleep schedule like? You know what? Uh, I, I've been. I had this dream the other night, and it was pretty crazy. Let me tell you about it, What's man. It? Would you like? Uh, did you, <laughs> would you like? Would you like? If I can remember it, if I can remember it, I'll tell you about it. Let me think here. I was traveling through an enchanted forest when before me in my path appeared a wise man who went by the name of Zuckerberg. I am Zuckerberg. What brings you down the path of wisdom? All-knowing one, I am lost. Leroy and Earl's pitch shift just isn't as popular as I'd hoped it to be. Come, my child. I will show you the way. The wise man led me down a path to righteousness and slayed any beast who dared challenge. If it is fame you seek, Earl must follow the advice of the wise one before him. Spare no expense and boost your post on Facebook. For Facebook will surely lead you to fortune. Have you any words of wisdom for the listeners? Your journey through the fourth dimension is awaiting you. Go to LeroyAndEarlsPitchShift.com Hurry! Your destiny is waiting. Wow. And he was right. That was your dream, huh? That was my dream, and uh, you know what? I, I, I boosted. I was drinking that night, so I got up. I'm, I'm, I took a picture of my bottle and alcohol, put boost in it, and this is the best <laughs> boost we've had yet. <laughs> You're right. This is Leroy and Earl's Pitch FW, Leroy. And I'm Earl. And we're going to take a little break, play a little song, and when we come back, we're going to talk about gun control. Don't break that shift. Hi, this is Christopher Watkin. Please go to LeroyandEarlsPinchShift.com and listen to their podcast. It's full of news, weather, and other useless shit. Walking here again, go to Leroy and Earl's pitchshift.com right now and click the donate button. If you don't, I'll have to stab you in the face with a soldering iron.
Shift, I'm Leroy. And I'm Murph. And we're gonna pitch you some more shift. Gonna pitch some more shift. Alright. Hold on one second. I'm holding on there, big guy. Oh, that was a big one. Wow, I just sprayed a little mud. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. You sprayed some mud, I man. You're gonna have to clean off your wall back there. <laughs> Those McRibs, I'm telling you, they're not they're not made out of rib meat. I don't know what they are. They're not rib meat. <laughs> it's okay. the sauce that counts, man. On the line, we have Sanad Repsov from Southern California. He's a professor of clinical studies at the University of California at Los Angeles. And he's on, and we're going to talk about gun control. Sanad, can I call you Sanad or should I call you Professor Repsov? You can call me Sanad. Oh, Sanad, thank you. How are you this evening? I am I am terrific, Leroy, and I just want to just say thank you for uh, inviting me on your show. Well, it's uh, an honor. Thank you. And we we scoured the internet. I scoured the internet for I don't know. It seemed like days, but it was like twenty minutes looking for <laughs> ten minutes before the show. Right, <laughs> looking for somebody uh, who could speak to this topic of gun control. And here's the thing: I wasn't looking for your average Joe six-pack redneck who, you know, has a shotgun rack in the back of his truck. We all know that those guys are pro-gun. Uh, like most of our listeners. Right, right. God bless them. <laughs> but I was looking for somebody maybe on the, uh, in, in the, in the world of academia, which, uh, is that a nut? No, that's an academia. An academia nut, yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, California is the, uh, the land of fruit and nuts, so that's not far from the truth. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, uh, Sanad, uh, in all your years of, of uh, uh, you know, learning and working your way up in the in the ranks of, uh, of macadamia, what what what's what do you think is the biggest obstacle to people who are so against guns? What do you think the biggest obstacle is that they need to overcome, other than pulling their head out of their ass? <laughs> well, the first thing I think they could do is, it sounds a little contrary to the whole thing, is to, is to not go to college. Uh, the, the, the entire learning process, it, right from grade school now with uh, the Common Core education um, and the UN's Agenda 21, right from grade school, children are taught that, that guns are bad. The United Nations teaches guns are bad. The media says guns are bad, and, and you know I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a, a rare bird here in in the academic world. Uh, very few uh, professors or firearms owners, and and most of them are like you're you're suggesting, are not um, are are not really for the Constitution or, or gun rights. Uh, I think that's due to you know obviously the the training from from cradle up until you know they're they're trained into whatever profession that they're they're tooled up to do, now, do you, and do so you th uh, do you think that uh, you, you kind of get a pass because of your ethnic uh, origins you know um, yes I think I do uh, but even then I, I am chided and harassed and uh, I, I, I as a matter of fact uh, last semester I was I, I think I was uh, a victim of some some discrimination because uh, I was forced you know I've got some good seniority there at UCLA and I was uh, forced to teach freshmen and that's in academic circles that's an insult yeah. and um, so I, I think there is uh, there is some under undercut uh, uh, retaliation that I am receiving even though I I do have I am I'm half Libyan and uh, but uh, yeah, for, uh, for uh, overall you know it's it's a problem. Hey, shut up, shut up. For the people listening, uh, Professor uh, Repsov here is, uh, he was born in Libya, but he is an American citizen. Uh, so I just wanted to throw that in. Earl, what are you uh, doing? Well, uh, <laughs> man, I forget this guy. I forget your name again, uh, sir, <laughs> Professor here. Professor, yeah, that's a good name for you. you, you professor. 
You you can call me Sanad or, or Professor Repsov, Doctor Repsov, whatever you you you'd prefer. Sanad, I like Sanad. That's uh, that sounds pretty badass. Um, my question to you: uh, Do you think guns are safe? Absolutely yes, and um, they they're just as safe as your car is sitting in your driveway, um, just like anything else. It's a tool. And, um, you know, a jackhammer, if misused, is going to hurt you. Um, but used properly, guns are absolutely safe. So let me ask you, if, if we replace the number of cars with the number of guns on the street, and I mean people actually walking around and using them, uh, how many, how many uh, do you think of the deaths would go up or down? You know, that's an interesting question because... Uh, in, in the United States, the statistics show there are, uh, what was the statistic I just saw recently, there are, uh, they approximate 270 uh, million, this is a Geneva-based small arms survey, and uh, so the 270 million total guns in the United States, which is an average of 89 firearms for every 100 residents. Um, so it might be wow. close. I think the, the number of cars might be the same, or there might be more guns already, but number of guns that people actually take out um you know i know there are the states that have taken concealed carry and uh and those laws have gotten into effect the crime rates have dropped uh not just a little but literally like an avalanche well don't, uh, take, don't take any offense to this but i'm playing devil's advocate tonight and uh we, we we pull out of our driveways and point cars at people all day long so yeah a lot of accidents <laughs> are going to happen but uh I mean, I think it would be really bad if we walked outside and pointed pistols at each other walking down the street, you know? Accidents are going to happen, right? Well, you see, only idiots true. point pistols at each other. That's true. Uh, Leroy? Yes. I mean, Earl, are you... Leroy, <laughs> Earl, are you an idiot? Yes. Yes, he's an idiot. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, as soon as you point We're a gun at somebody, you'll be, you'll be placed in jail. We're both idiots. That, that is correct. So what you're saying is, what you're trying to tell us in the world is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, point your car in a safe direction. Well, that is a good Absolutely. idea. Not just have one car pointed, you should have multiple cars. Oh, multiple cars point. at the same time. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. well, uh, I have always dreamed of multiple cars at the same time. <laughs> Hey, uh, I like borrow I like borrowing everybody else's cars. <laughs> well, we have uh, we have we have Professor Repsov on here to get his point of view, and uh, we have someone else's point of view. If you guys would like to hear it, uh, I did get this point of view that we might enjoy listening to. Let's check it out real quick. Everybody talking about gun control. Got to get rid of the guns. Look at that. I like guns. You got a gun, you don't have to work out. <laughs> working out. I ain't jogging. You got pets? I got pets. Oh, that shit. You don't need no gun control. You know what you need? We need some bullet control. We need to make, we need to control the bullets. That's right. I think all bullets should cost $5,000. $5,000 for a bullet. You know why? Because if a bullet costs $5,000, there'll be no more innocent bystanders. Yeah. Shot, like, yeah, he must have did something. <laughs> so they put $50,000 with the bullets in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and people are safe before they kill somebody for Even if you get shot by a stray bullet, you won't have to go to no doctor to get it taken out. Whoever shot you will take their bullet back. I believe you got my property. So there's somebody else's opinion on gun control. <laughs> sounds like there'd be a lot of homicides around tax season, huh? <laughs> Leroy, uh, what, which, I mean, if you want to jump into it, what's your opinion on gun control? We have anybody here against it? I mean, for it, I should say. 
Wow, I'm not really for gun control. Um, but I do, I, I do, I don't know how to word this. I don't, I don't know how to word this. No, I think guns are just, they're just a tool. They're just an inanimate object like a hammer. They can't be dangerous until someone, I think there needs to be more way to keep crazy people from getting guns. I don't know if you, Professor? Right, and you know what? This is my problem with uh, people against the government. Uh, in, and it's not just the people, it's the government too, because the government will try to take one good role and put it in with five other bad roles and try to pass it off on everybody. Yeah. I think guns should have to be, I think you should have to register your gun. No doubt. Everybody in this world should have to register their gun. I don't think it's, oh, the government's going to come take your guns. If they're coming to take your guns, it's because you're crazy and you're not allowed to have a gun. Uh, well, you know... That's an interesting perspective, and a lot of people uh, do share that. And uh, unfortunately, it's false. Uh, here's why. And that is, you have to look to history. History tells us that uh, every time that guns have been registered, uh, the government has abused. Uh, Hitler only came in and used guns. He used gun laws that were on the books. That were, he took the registration list and went and, and, and took all the, all the guns away from the folks that he wanted to disarm and later kill. Uh, Stalin did it. Mao Zedong in China did that. But does that uh, so anytime does it, you have lists, does that mean it's going to happen free. every time? And uh, so, you know, I, I guess. Oh, come on! Oh, come on! <laughs> Professor, you're telling me you're telling me you think we're living under Hitler right now? Oh, come on! <laughs> Professor. Well, whether it's Republican <laughs> or Democrat, it's pretty Hitlerian. Uh, I think you you've nailed it. I just don't think that we're living in that day and age. I think we've graduated that from that, and I think that's what... I mean, I think there are still parts of the world, yes, that are living in that day and age. But, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, well, Earl, is not that bad. Earl, what do, you, what do you base that on? I know that's easy to say, and uh, but what's, you know, as a professor, there's one thing that we, we have to have before we can stand on something that's called evidence. What evidence do you have? To say that we're living in a different age and somehow man is kinder, gentler, and, and not going to not going to abuse that. Well, that stuff has not happened in my lifetime in America. That's that's my evidence. Well, how, are you? What are you about? Twelve? Uh, yes, I am. Twelve? No, thank you very much. I've been around for a little while, and I'm pretty sure it hadn't happened before that in America either. It's never happened in America. Well, not America. This is a heated we we, uh, we haven't registered we haven't registered guns, but in California yeah. we have, and in, New, and in New York and a few other states. Touché. So we're prime. Yep, we're and look at New look at look at New York and uh, a couple other states that are doing it. Man, they're killing people off left and right over there. The government. <laughs> well, the well, what you got to look at is what what happened prior to Hitler. People thought exactly like you thought right now, but here here's the here's the situation. Now, mentioning places like Los Angeles, New York, take New York, New York, take Chicago, where they do have strict gun control, they have the worst crime rates in the country. That maybe you yeah, know what that yeah. is uh, true. Maybe Can't that's a, a, a rebuttal to their crime crime rates, though. Well, that's, they're trying to clamp down. You know, you know, it's not that that comes from FBI statistics on on homicide. Uh, so I mean, it's very grounded facts. And uh, I mean, those are the, the highest murder with firearms, and those Professor, are the. I mean, we're not here, Leroy and Earl's pitch. If we're not really good with facts and stuff, but uh, <laughs> I, I will say this: I am just playing devil's advocate. Whatever, however you pronounce it, Professor, uh, I'm playing it. All right. Uh, I, I know I don't think we should make guns illegal, okay? Because there's there's if we could go back in time and kill and make a gun and kill the guy that was going to make guns. And then get rid of that gun? Uh, yes, I think we should have done that because we, the world would be a lot better place if we were just hacking each other down with swords. All right. Um, well, it was a, it's a lot more brutal to go by sword. I, yes. I would much yes. rather be if I had to be killed. I'd rather be with a gun. It's a little quicker. That is true, but I'm just saying uh, you got to have some balls <laughs> to go out there with a sword. I mean, if everybody's concealing swords. Well, uh, Chris, the, the, the comedy clip we just played, you said, I don't need to work out. I got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, but, yeah, but uh, that's the I'm fantastic sorry, thing about it. Yeah, I don't, know, I'm not cutting you off or anything, but I'm just, I'm just saying I'm not against guns. I think there's too many here now, 
And the only way to protect ourselves is for innocent people to have guns, because you're never going to take the guns out of the criminals' hands right now at this point. Correct. And, and just like in, on the topic, though, too, like you were saying, how to keep guns out of crazy people's hands. You're not. Just like you're not going to keep cars out of the hands of crazy people I because don't, I don't, you can get yeah, access to things, so. even to things that are locked up. And um, so you have to protect yourself. And, and there are going to be, regardless of whatever happens, whatever laws that they try to pass. That's, I actually, you know, I don't call it gun control. I, I believe it's uh, it's the it, it, true term uh, is victim disarmament. Professor. Uh, because you professor. you are taking guns away from people who couldn't. You're making it so people can't protect themselves with gun control. Back to you, Leroy. Uh, professor, uh, I have a question. Um, I thought of it as you were saying that. I, I, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying. Are you against, uh, let's say, <clears throat> anything we could do to keep guns out of the hands of crazy people? Is, is that okay with you? No, or should we, should we just not. We let crazy people have guns. He likes guns too much. But we don't well, let... Well, you see, you, if somebody comes to you, and I think one of the best filters for this are gun owners. If you had a crazy person come to you and buy a gun, are you going to sell it to him, Leroy or Earl? No, 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 you're not. No. I'm not going to sell it to him. I'll sell it to him for $5,000 a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess my point is... Or, or my point is... The federal government... Go ahead. Well, with the whole car analogy, uh, when somebody drinks and drives, uh, we don't let them drive anymore. So if someone's crazy or they have mental problems or they're a criminal, shouldn't we the people and the government do everything we can to keep them from having guns? Well, the problem is, is, is any effort to do that is going to go into victim and civilian disarmament. You, you cannot, you will... Why? Why do you, you think will, that? Why, do you, why, do you, why does it automatically go to that? Well, how, how else... Well, what would you do? What is your suggestion? Well, I'm not saying... I don't know the specifics of what to do but the concept of the government and because the people are the government, the government doing whatever they can do, whether it be background checks or registering guns or whatever, to keep the wrong kind of people from having the guns. Why does doing something like that automatically equal that the law-abiding citizen is going to not have access to firearms? Yeah, and, and yeah, I didn't say on that aspect, not, they don't not have access to farms but they are now um you, you the actual normal person that's not crazy uh have to submit to additional taxes to take tests to take this that and the other to be background checked and, and they're paying additional money to buy something that they shouldn't have to in the well, first place wouldn't that would that be just them doing their part to help save lives um no it no, wouldn't because okay. crazy people would still get access to guns well, that's the, true. the average crazy person is not going through a governmental agency to buy a gun. You know, you look oh. at the cases that have happened recently. Uh, here in California, you had that crazy college kid. He went and he took his father's gun. All right, so all right. you don't have crazy people buying guns in normal the normal gun store. Professor and uh, Leroy, I'm going to break this because I think we uh, know where the point stands for both of you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell me what you think about these, both of you. These are four basic principles of safe gun handling. Number one, treat every firearm as it is loaded. Unless Number you're cleaning two, it. What? Unless you're cleaning it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number... Number two, never point a firearm at anything you are not willing to destroy. Number three, always be sure your target and what... <laughs> I'm sorry, let me re-read re that. Always be sure of your target and what is beyond it. Uh, keep your Number four, keep your finger off the... Uh, oh. And I would like to add we, something to that. We number lost five. that last one. What's that? Say that last one again. Keep your... Oh, you lost me there. All right, yeah. number four was keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to destroy your targets. Uh, number five, I'm just making this up. Uh, You're not um, supposed to say that. I'm making this one up, uh, <laughs> not from experience or anything like that. But uh, 
I think it's always good to pick a uh, place in your in your house or wherever you're you're using your guns at. Pick the same place and use that same uh, spot every time. Like maybe a bucket full of uh, sand to uh, you know clear your weapons. I think that is you should do that every single time. That way you eliminate the chance of killing somebody. Or shooting a hole through your wall. What do you what do you think about those uh, safety rules there? Do you have anything to add there, Professor? Leroy? It might even might even help prevent you from shooting the television. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. <laughs> with, a, with an AK-47. <laughs> exactly. You know, all four. Could, could, could you repeat number five again? I, I didn't. I don't know if I quite ca caught the concept on that. Okay, so number five. Uh, you know, it goes back to uh, basically Earl's uh, cleaning his musket out and fired off a round. Uh, the point is. <laughs> You should, uh, have you ever seen in the, mil I don't know if you're military or not, but have you seen at the ranges, they have these uh, uh, five-gallon buckets that are full of, like, gravel or sand, I can't remember, and then it has some PVC pipe coming out of it that also has gravel and sand in it. You point your muzzle in that, and then you disassemble your weapon. Uh, and I think that every home should have one in the closet or something, and all your gun breakdowns should take place pointing in that barrel. That eliminates any chance of you cleaning your gun and pointing it somewhere it should be pointed. That's never going to happen. That's too much sand. That's too much sand. Five gallons of sand. But in every home, five gallons of sand in every home. home. It's, two, it's two bags of what sand. Are you, what, are you, what are you, a shill for the sand industry? Is that what you're doing? You can use gravel. You can use gravel. We're not promoting sand or gravel. But you can't just use air. You just can't just have an empty bucket in there. I think we should check to see what stocks you've been uh, purchasing yes, recently. Yes, I agree. All right. Well, my point yeah. is, it, whatever you use, <laughs> my point is, is you pick a safe spot and you make it a rule in your house that all guns are cleared and pointed in that direction. That's my point. Hey, you know what? I, I think that that'd be a good thing to suggest to people. You know, it, it, yeah, the, the downside of that is, it, is you could uh, you could have folks that get too comfortable in that environment. I, I know there, if you follow the first four, it doesn't matter. Follow those first four principles, it doesn't matter where you're at. You're not going to have an accident. Um, so if you're in a, if you're in a place that you're comfortable with and you're there all the time, I, you know, knowing the tendency of some people, I think there might be a tendency to maybe uh, get a little loose and actually firing around off in the bucket. Although it would be safe, it would. Uh, um, I can see it both ways. Right, right, okay. Point well taken. Right. Where are we at here, Leroy? Well, uh, it's about time to wrap things up with the Professor Repsov. We really appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, I appreciate uh, the banter. Uh, I think we probably agree on most things. I think we only differed on uh, keeping guns out of crazy people's hands. So, but uh, any any parting shot there, Professor? Any last word? Well, you know... Um, I just say uh, get out there and, and buy more guns um, while you can. <laughs> buy more guns while you can. All right. All right. Well, thanks again, <laughs> Professor. Uh, it was good talking to you. Leroy and Earl, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. All no right. We'll Have a good evening, Professor. All right. That was Professor... Seemed, seemed like a nice fellow. Yes. Some good points. I mean, I got to disagree with... Uh... You know, I think if we can keep the guns out of crazy people's hands, I think we should. I think we should register uh, our guns. Uh, I see no problem with it. And I think it's deep-seated in the government, man. People just don't trust the government, you know? And I, yeah. I can't blame them. Yep. Hey, uh... What's up next? All right, uh... Well... I got another little treat. I got another little treat for you. You've got a treat for me. A little me. treat for you. Listen, listen to this. Listen to Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift Podcast. It's some seriously funny shit. Check them out. Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift.com. You should. You should check us out. Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift.com. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Grimes. <laughs> thank you, Rick Grimes. This show is, is you know, we got donations, and we're, we're at the next level, if you know what I mean. We're there, man. We are at the next level. Except There's for that, that dang noise again. Except for that, if we could just get rid of that effing noise. That I still don't even know what that noise <laughs> means. It might, it might be Ricky. Wait a minute. There's there we, some. Is that Ricky? Hey, we got a call. We got an incoming call on line two. 
How you doing? Uh, who do we have on line two? Uh, caller, state your name. <clears throat> my, my name is Jay. Jay. What are you calling about tonight? Uh, welcome to the Leroy and Earl's pitch shift. Uh, he's Leroy. And he's Earl. <laughs> going to pitch us some shift there, Jay. I think he's going to have to turn his radio down. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Callers yeah. <laughs> always do that! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's that, right. that, that, yeah, that, that just now you know Leroy and Earl pitch shift is a real deal because now we got callers calling in and echoing and listening to the show in the background. <laughs> I've Told always, you that's right, it's dedication. I've always wanted to say that. Please turn your radio down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, where are you calling from there, uh, Jay? Uh, I'm actually calling from Akron, Ohio. Whoa! Akron, the rubber city. All right, well, that's that makes right. Because we're podcasting from Akron, Ohio. <laughs> well, that's great. All right, uh, what, yeah, what are you I, going about? Do you want to uh, comment on something? Well, I want to comment on a lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> All uh, right, uh, one, what are you doing? I, well, one, I, I do agree that you guys should uh, keep the guns out of the crazy hands, um, but who determines who's crazy and who's not? You know? We'll, uh, we'll do it. <laughs> we I'm sure you will. You know, and, uh, I have my firearms. Because uh, they're a tool. They're a tool for survival, and I can't, I shouldn't have to, and I don't want to rely on my local law enforcement. Uh, so that's a huge reason, you know what I mean? Uh, with Why do you say times, that? Like, Why don't you re want to rely on your local law enforcement there, Jay, from Africa? Uh, well, I, uh, no, they're the, I, you just shouldn't. I just know what can happen in such a short amount of time. And uh, uh, with a response time of like four minutes and 11 seconds, saying an average, uh, a lot can happen in that short amount of time. Uh, so that, that's a scary thought. I think everybody that is legally allowed to own and possess a firearm uh, should own one. Uh, just because there's so much that can happen in such a short, short amount of time, you may not have the time to uh, pick up your phone, dial 911, and run out of your house or run into the back corner of your house while you're trying to talk to a 911 dispatcher. Right. Well, just to sure, uh, I mean, there's only so many cops in any city. I mean that's like a tiny minority. Absolutely. So you're saying you're you're pro. You sound like you're pro gun. Then I, I guess I'm taking. I, I definitely am. A two people that are legally allowed to possess them. That is the key thing. Like uh, I do agree, firearms should be registered. Um, we have too many gun owners in the United States. The government is not going to come knock on our doors and take our firearms. They're just not. I mean they would have such a. They would have an uproar in the hands if they tried right. to knock on everybody's door and take their firearms. <laughs> yeah, I do happen. think that you should register your firearms by all means. I mean, it's not just it's not for government control. It's if they get lost or they're stolen. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits to registering your firearm. I don't. I have a weapons trust myself, uh, so my firearms are in my weapons trust. Um, I, you know, that that's kind of an illegal, I guess, explain, binding. Kind. Uh, explain that to us. What's a weapons trust? <clears throat> Uh, my weapons trusts are for class three firearms. Um, so if something happens to me, they can't just go to anybody. They have to go to, I have two people in my weapons trust that they can legally go to as long as they can legally possess firearms. Um, so my, supposedly the weapons trust is that some, huh? Leroy and Earl? No, it's my 17 year old daughter and her 14 year old boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Say, <laughs> hey, wow. Here you go, wow. little boy. Here's your <laughs> Yeah. That's still uh, a step above uh, Leroy and Earl, though. <laughs> but I do, I do believe people should register them. You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that all my firearms are registered. Um, Let me ask you, you know, could, Jay, if you could go back in time before guns were created and stop it from ever happening, uh, would today be a, a safer place, and would would you uh, would you let it happen? I mean, would you do that? Uh, no, because the, the the big guys sometimes take advantage of the little guy, and what what protects the little guy? <clears throat> no, you know, I, I uh, understand that, but what are they going to take advantage of him with? Well, that's like saying there's a, a five foot four female police officer trying to protect herself against a guy that's 225 pounds. She doesn't have the force. You know, to to protect herself against somebody that's ten times her size, that that firearm makes her per se equally balanced. That, you know, uh, gives her yeah, a fighting chance. That that goes back to our uh, little clip there from Chris Rock. I mean, you don't have to work yeah. out. 
I actually agree with that point, Jay. There, and uh, I think we just, I think uh, life is too complicated, and there's no, uh, no one answer, you know. Yeah, I mean, I do believe in gun safety, though. Like you guys said, uh, you know, I mean, gun safety should be second nature. It shouldn't be something you have to think about in order to, uh, to do. It should become second nature for you All when right. you have that firearm in your possession. Jay, uh, any final words? Because we're coming up on our uh, hour here. So. No, uh, like I said, I just want to give my two cents. You know, I, I think everybody that should legally possess them should own them. Um, but gun safety is, you know, it's not guns don't kill people. It's the people that are behind the guns that are the dangerous ones. That's true. So, All right. thanks, thanks for yeah. your call. All so, right, Jay, I appreciate you uh, guys we, having me on. Yes, we appreciate your call and. Uh, Always, we're uh, we're not uh, taking sides here, really. I mean, we'll give our opinions, but we're not taking sides. Uh, it's unfortunate that somebody uh, on the other end of the of uh, that argument didn't call in. Um, thank you, anybody. Jay, for being on the show. <laughs> no, right. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Tell all your friends about Leroy Earl's pit shift. Absolutely. Facebook and that. Yep. <laughs> all right, brother. Have a good evening. All right. This is thank been, you too. Bye bye. This has been Leroy Earl's pit shift. I'm Leroy. And I'm Merle. And we done pitched you some shift. What is that godforsaken smell? My bad. Did you shit yourself?